This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8 a.m. UK time, bringing you all the latest Arsenal news, views and transfer updates. Uh, thank you so much, as always, for making us a part of your morning routines. Hope you're doing good and well. Uh, those joining us in the chat box, thank you. Um, Penny Wing uh, says you can't buy happiness, but you can buy ice cream. And that's basically the same thing. Jose, good morning to you, to NSW, to David. Uh, good morning to Carl. Good morning to Amira, Stephen, Stevie, Johnny, Chris, Matt G, Marcus. Hope you're doing well. Paul, we've got James. We've got Stephen and Matt and June, Aguna, Jake, Martin, uh, Pat, Gunner Dude, Stuart, uh, Clincy, uh, and plenty more of you guys as well. Uh, thank you so much, as always, for tuning in uh first things first if you've not watched the hybrid squad show yesterday do it uh you will be rewarded with one of the best moments in arsenal youtube history in my opinion make sure you go and do it um and also i joined sophie and lee and dan on yesterday's lee judges tv show so if you've not yet watched that please make sure you tune over there as well but without further ado if you could drop a like on the video if you are indeed enjoying the show, or maybe even if you're not, uh, and if you are new, hit the subscribe button as well and uh, join the TGT family. Right, let's uh, let's go into our stories for the day, shall we? We start off with yesterday's Premier League result as Newcastle secured Champions League football with Leicester Swi- uh, Switty? <laughs> Leicester City giving themselves hope uh, this season uh, with a draw at Newcastle. It was a result that probably... Um, benefited both sides the most as it possibly could other than obviously Leicester winning um but going to Newcastle and getting anything from that game is always going to be appreciated Leicester of course continue and and I think have West Ham on the last day of the season uh they do at least and you'd hope that they'd be able to try and get a result in that home game to keep themselves afloat on the last day Everton and of course Leeds United also have home games uh, against Bournemouth and Spurs respectively Um, But Newcastle getting into the Champions League have really taken advantage of sides like Spurs, Liverpool, 
uh, Chelsea uh, being particularly poor this season and uh, have really elevated themselves with some great football and most of all, a really good defence. They've conceded, I think, the fewest goals in the Premier League this campaign and that defence has led them to where they are in the table and they are going to be, you know, a significant force again next season if they look to spend more money and the league becomes significantly tougher as always. But every year we say the words that the year that the league is going to get tougher and yet after years and years and years of the league getting tougher and tougher and tougher Arsenal have only risen up the table and moved forwards toward a title challenge. So if there's one thing that should encourage you for the future, it certainly is that. Now, Juventus have been deducted 10 points from their Serie A tally, which has put them down into seventh place in the league. They then lost 4-1 against Empoli last night, which has created a, uh, a good opportunity for Arsenal because with Juventus out of those European Champions League places, it would mean based upon their coefficients, uh, that they would indeed um, be involved in a higher pot. They would have been in pot three, um, but they are moving instead, it seems, what it looks to be at this stage, into pot two. So if Juventus lose in their last, or drop points in their last two games against AC Milan and against, uh, I think the last game, uh, or rather if AC Milan pick up points against Juventus or if they win against Verona, uh, Juventus would be unable to get into the top four. There are obviously other teams involved in the race as well, um, and a lot can still go against them. But the likelihood is now is that Juventus will probably be without Champions League football this season if indeed the points tally is uh, re like it's continued to be reinstated. It was taken away, it was added, it was taken away again. So who knows what's going to happen? But uh, Juventus, it seems, will not be in Champions League football next season, which means that Arsenal will most likely be in pot two, which is good news for Arsenal's Champions League hopes for the following campaign. Now, talks have supposedly taken place between Ben White and Gareth Southgate about potentially returning to the England national side. Uh, England will, have, of course, have some fixtures at the end of this season. And Ben White left the World Cup camp in the winter uh, in Qatar. Uh, all the reasons behind that still very much were behind the scenes and never really came out or were confirmed. And I'm certainly not going to speculate about them here. But what is good is to see Ben White being given the opportunity to reintegrate back into the group. And uh, he certainly earned that with his performances this season. Now, moving on to transfers, and there's quite a few that we need to discuss in today's show. David Ornstein of The Athletic reporting yesterday that Arsenal do indeed hold an interest in Ajax midfielder Mohamed Kudus, uh, the Ghanaian international, of course, teammate of Thomas Partey on an international level. And I think that when it comes down to a player like Kudus, he is probably further down the list than some of the priority targets that we'll talk about shortly. Um, but a versatile player that can play in a number of positions, uh, scores goals, creates goals, and certainly has risen to a good level and standing in European football at Ajax. Would he be a good pick for Arsenal? Potentially. Would he be above some of the other picks on the list? Not for me. Uh, I, I would prefer to see Mason Mount. Uh, arrive and we'll talk about him very shortly. Uh, speaking of midfielders, though, uh, Declan Rice, as we know, remains Arsenal's number one target. But according to a number of reports, Manchester City and Bayern Munich are said to be lurking around the race. However, Arsenal, as I've said there, do indeed remain favourites. Uh, there's discussions about when a bid will come in. Arsenal want to be respectful, it is said, according to Fabrizio Romano, of that UEFA Conference League final that takes place after the end of the season. I think it's something like the 7th of June, around that date, I think, um, that the final is taking place. So um, once that's done, once uh, West Ham have, have seen the end of their season completed, Arsenal, you can expect, will 
indeed progress with a bid uh, for the player that they see as their number one target for the transfer window. And his best friend, as I've already mentioned, Mason Mounts. The interest is very strong indeed in the Chelsea attacking midfielder. Liverpool at the moment said to be leading the race still for Mason Mount, but Arsenal's interest is concrete. And perhaps if Arsenal were able to get hold of Declan Rice, that would enable them to get hold of Mason Mount as well. For me, I would rather go and pick up Mount than Mohamed Kudus for me because I think that the Premier League experience, the homegrown aspect of work as well, and I think that he's shown at a, a European level winning the Champions League uh, and being a starter in that Chelsea for so long, I think would be a great benefit to Arsenal as well. Uh, I like the player. I know people, I think, underrate Mason Mount quite significantly and are not that excited about potentially signing him. I think he's a fantastic player and I've talked about him for those that have uh, watched the channel for some time as a player that I've begrudgingly liked and been frustrated that he's at Chelsea. So to see him at Arsenal, I think I would certainly be behind the idea of. Moises Caicedo, however, um, despite the fact that there is strong interest in the player, seems to be difficult to imagine Arsenal getting hold of a 70 slash 80 million pound plus midfielder on top of potentially getting hold of Declan Rice. It just seems too expensive for Arsenal to pull off if indeed they have a certain amount of budget. like That is going to cost you close to 200 million to get both players. And I'm just not sure I see uh, that happening. And because of that, if Arsenal don't get Rice, I imagine they'll try to move for Caicedo. But if they do get Rice, it makes sense that they are interested, according to David Ornstein, in pushing for Ilke Gundogan of Manchester City on a free transfer. This was not only reported by The Athletic, but then confirmed by a number of other outlets. It is indeed the case that Arsenal are pushing for this player and Mikel Arteta is very, very keen on signing him up to a free potential two-year contract. Uh, Manchester City do still want to keep Gundogan and Barcelona are also very interested in the German international. I think this would be a great signing for Arsenal to bring in for the next two years. You know, if Jack Granit Xhaka is moving on, you're losing one of your most experienced heads in the team and you're bringing in a title winner and the captain of the side that just battered Arsenal in the end in terms of the Premier League title race. Uh, would be a huge asset, I think, to the team. If Arsenal get hold of Rice and Gundogan, adding that to the existing group, plus a creative midfielder, you've got a great group and core of players in that team. Right, part two, coming up right after this. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right then, uh, let's go into the chat box. Uh, do give me a shout out if indeed things start going on. I might have to be at the bottom of the chat box just so I know 
I'm being updated. Things are going fine, but I'll try and catch up on some of the other ones first. Um, James says, if Reese Nelson was to depart, would you consider Jaden Sancho? Arteta Statley likes English presence and with White, Rice, Saka, Mount Smith, Rowe, Ramsdale, it could provide competition to the above. I don't know why Manchester United would sell to Arsenal. I don't know how on earth you justify paying as much as what they would probably expect for Jaden Sancho. And I think there are better options ultimately. Uh, that Arsenal can get that don't have the level of risk factor. You know, I'd rather sign, say, a Marco Asensio on a free than having to invest a significant amount of money in what it would take to get Jaden Sancho. So for me, I'd rather look elsewhere. Uh, Valeria uh, says, or Valeria, sorry, says, how is being in a group with Real Madrid and Bayern a good thing? I don't get it. It helps me understand what your thoughts. So yeah, no problem. I can help you understand um, the pot system. So being in pot two, uh, basically what this means, uh, Valeria, for those that don't understand, is these are the teams that you actually can't face. So when being in pot two, it means we can't get drawn against Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Man United, Inter Milan, Atletico, RB Leipzig and Porto. They're the teams that you're in a pot with. So you'll be drawn against a team from pot one, a team from pot three and a team from pot four. That's how it will work. So we will get in pot one if indeed these are the teams and, you know, it's still to be decided between Roma and Sevilla who will be in pot one. But we will get one of those eight teams in our group. We will then get drawn for pot two if Juventus don't indeed make the top four places before the end of the season. We'll then get a team from one of those eight in pot three, of course, that aren't English. And we'll get one of those teams from pot four also that, again, that aren't English if there are indeed. And that goes for pot one as well. We can't get Man City, for instance, from pot one in our group stage. Um, but we could get Roma or Sevilla. We could get Barca, Napoli, Borussia Dortmund, PSG, Benfica final. It is very, very good indeed that we are not in pot three. Because those pot two teams, you know, that would have been a nightmare. You could have got Real Madrid, could have got Bayern Munich. You know, very difficult indeed if you're in anything other um, than pot uh, two. So, um, yes, I think it's a very, very good thing indeed that we are indeed in pot two. And hopefully that will lead us to have a relatively um, successful time in our group. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, let's go to boom, 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 boom. Um, <laughs> Mr. Robots, which is a fantastic series, Josh, uh, if you've not yet watched it. I know not many players made a huge impact in the Prem apart from a handful. I've been to Amsterdam to watch this Kudos guy play, and he's a switch army knife uh, with kind of a, a winger cam, centre mid, centre forward, can do lots of jobs. I hear what you're saying. Um, it's only a handful, you're right, have made an impact from the Eredivisie. Um, you think about Luis Suarez, for instance, being one of them, but a lot have struggled. I, he's a really, really good player. Um, but uh, I, I just don't... I just think there are better options available to Arsenal than Sonny Mohamed Kudus. Um, but if he was to come in, you know, he'd still be an asset. It's a case of, like, just saying, these I prefer someone else. doesn't mean that I don't think that he's a good player. Um, let's go to Marcus says, so who is going and how much money do you think we'll get from sales? Tomorrow's show, you can tell me how much you would spend. We are going to be doing a show, Marcus, dedicated to kind of the ins and the outs. Um, so don't worry, that that is certainly coming. So don't worry, uh, we will indeed be looking to to bring that in and get that uh, get that done at some stage. Uh, let's go to Momar says, do you think that Partey can recover his form next season? I'm hopeful that he can. Um, he's not played an end-of-season run for the last two seasons because he's been injured for both of them. And I think bringing in someone that can rotate with him is going to allow him to uh, be a little bit fitter, uh, more refreshed, and hopefully more available for those games. And Rice will certainly enable us to do that. 
Uh, Fahim says, do you think Rice would become the number six and Partey could become a rotational option next season? I think Partey's minutes need to go down. I agree with you. Um, I think you look at Man City, they've rotated Rodri out of the side in certain games. They've given him rests. I think having someone that can compete with Rice, uh, sorry, can compete with Partey, can play with Partey, I think Rice can do both jobs, gives us a lot of options in the team. Um, let's go to Lewis says City's experienced winners are aging. Does getting Gundogan for City to rebuild sooner? Maybe they go for Caicedo. Think we have to secure both young midfielders so all of our players hit prime as City lose theirs. Uh, Lewis, I think, unfortunately, I get where your theory is coming from. They lose Gundogan. That, that makes them go for a younger player sooner. I think they're already going to be planning on doing that. I don't think it matters what Arsenal do. Yes, they could keep Gundogan for next season. I still think they'd be looking for to sign a centre midfielder. That's why they're interested in Declan Rice at the same time. So, no, I don't think it changes anything. I don't think us going for Gundogan will stop them from going and refurbing their team. They're always going to be looking to get a younger squad and change it because they are the best recruiters in the league. You know, take the uh, the political, or not in political, but the, you know, the, the allegations out of things. But in terms of who they do recruit, it's got them to a position where they're winning so many titles consistently. So it doesn't really matter what we do. And if we sound good to one or not, they're always going to be planning ahead. They're always going to be trying at least to, to bring the right players in at the right times. Um, let's go to... Uh, Rich says, Tom, there is a good midfielder named Alex Scott from Bristol City. Two seasons ago, he was playing uh, in Tier 8 in Guernsey. And this season was named in the Championship Young Player of the Season. And he's only 19. What are your thoughts? Rich, I don't know much about him. I know he was in the Championship team of the season. Um, but uh, Arsenal should always be looking for young talent. Should always be looking in the lower leagues as well and shouldn't be putting that off. I know they've brought scouts in in the last couple of years that have been dedicated to looking at the leagues within England. So they'll, I'm sure they'll be very aware of him. And if he's indeed deemed good enough, maybe they will move uh, for someone like Alex Scott. But uh, he's certainly someone that I don't know if he's on the radar at the moment for the club. Um, Olu says, hey, Tom, did you see Pep's comment about playing defenders that are good in one-on-one -on -one and ditching those who aren't? One for us to ponder. I think it's one for us that we've done. Think about who played left-back against Liverpool this season. Nicola Teta is already doing that. You know, Think about who played right-back all of this season. You know, we are using that system of playing what Pepper's done himself and using Ake. We've done it ourselves. You think about where um, Tommy Asu played against Liverpool. So you have to consider the fact, that I think, that we are already doing that and uh, and probably will continue to do that into the future. Um, Carl says, Tom, more about you. Roughly how many of the 92 grounds have you been to? Would you say it's been easier or harder since you have been a journalist? Um on the 92 grounds, I struggle to give you the number, um, but I've been to pretty. I went to pretty much all the away games this season, bar a few. Uh, the, the London ones, like uh, Spurs and Chelsea, I didn't go to. Um, I didn't go to Wolves. Are there any others I didn't go to? I think that. I think I went to every single other one. I didn't go to Bournemouth. Um, so, yeah, pretty much everything bar those. So any of those Premier League teams I've been to. Um, Lower league sides. Obviously, I've uh, I've been to a couple of games with the other, the the in-laws family to watch Charlton play. We went to Bristol City's ground. We've been to obviously we went to Forest. We're in the lower leagues, but now I've seen Arsenal play there too a number of times. There's quite a few to be fair, but I couldn't give you a number, Carl. It'd be difficult. And in terms of would you say it's been easier or harder since you have been a journalist? Uh, I mean, to go to games obviously way easier because I'm accredited, so they get me in. But in terms of like the job and following Arsenal it's there are pros and cons you know it's it's I'm not gonna I don't take the the, the job for granted there's a lot of benefits to this job and, and what I do um 
but also at the same time, there is there are you know no job is perfect. There are certainly drawbacks. There are certainly um, things that that make your job trickier, um, and there are challenges that you need to overcome. And the sphere is is something to navigate that I've never ever encountered before on a social level. But uh, it's yeah, it's 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 a great great experience and job. And I wouldn't you know I wouldn't rather be doing anything else. So yeah, it's uh, there are lots of pros and cons with any job, but I'm. I'm sure, just like Alexander Zinchenko, that the pros certainly outweigh the cons. Um, Viju says, uh, hey, Tom, if Arteta cannot take Smith-Rowe to the next level, wasn't Project Youth a load of PR? Smith-Rowe's injury is old news because he had a bad, he had been bad for a while. Oh, sorry, he had been for a while. Um, no, not at all, Viju. I mean, look at the two players that are in the team of the season uh, in the wide areas for Arsenal. It's Gabriel Martinelli. And it's Bakayo Saka. And look who our captain is right now, you know. And one is going to win, I think, the Premier League Young Player of the Year behind, you know, maybe behind Erling. I don't know if he wins the Young Player of the Year, but he'll win the uh, the Player of the Year. But Odegaard could be in there as Young Player of the Year as well. So, no, not a load of PR. Certainly a massive, massive success. Arsenal have only progressed with this young team and look to continue to do so as well. I don't think Smith-Rowe changes things at all. Um, the player that's replaced him is Martinelli and Odegaard, who, again, are both two young players. Uh, let's go to... Next, it says, what improvements would you like to see Arteta make going into next season? Five signings, improvement in in-game management and substitutions and team selection, um, and moving some of the key players out, including making significantly better profits on players as well. Um, let's go to um, Penny Ween says, would you be comfortable with artificial intelligence um, refereeing games? Um, I'm always interested in improving anything if indeed the improvement outweighs in terms of the positives that it brings what we've got existing. Um, but there is a wariness I have on AI. Um, I am very, very aware that in the journalistic world as well, there is always a threat of, of AI as well from my job's perspective. So it can't obviously do a show in terms of what I'm saying and the emotion and the passion and the, you know, the response to fans and thought process behind certain and debate and things like that or changing its mind, you know, I suppose, or maybe it can, maybe I'm underestimating it. But, you know, um, I think there are benefits to it, but certainly there are drawbacks as well. Again, just like with anything. Um, any marriage tips, says Mel? Um Honestly, nothing's nothing's changed for me since I got married. It was the same before, same post. Nothing has changed, and we, we were together for nearly ten years before we get married. So no, I don't. I do whatever's been successful for you, Mel, in getting to the stage of getting married. Continue to do what you're doing. Um, continue to do what you are doing. Uh, let's go to uh, in terms of a manager, what you can do better. I, I did mention in-game management, team selection, substitutions. You know, they are the key things uh, that he needs to look to. Uh, let's go to, uh, Daniel says, uh, looks like as the teacher's hitman has a busy day finding you buttons over 600 people watching. And yet the like button has not been pressed enough times. Make sure if you haven't pressed that like button, you do so. Otherwise Daniel is coming for you. Um, <laughs> Guna Jake says, Tom, what other midfield options are there? If we fail with our targets, I mean, Martin Zubamendi. Is, is one. I like Mikel Moreno as well at Real Sociedad. Both two Real Sociedad players uh, are very, very good indeed. And Arsenal do have an interest in, in Zubamendi. Uh, beyond that, though, we've got a lot of uh, exist the existing targets we have. Rice, Caicedo, Gundogan, Zubamendi. You know, we have a lot there. So it would take a lot to, to go past plan D. And you'd hope that Arsenal would be moving past plan D at all. 
Uh, Sean says, Tom, that's mad. You've been in a relationship since you were 19. Since I was 17, I've been in this current relationship. I turned 18 two months into my relationship with my other half. And uh, yeah, we've been together ever since. Very long time indeed. Made it through uni at different universities, through different jobs. And now, um, and now, yeah. Yeah, now we're married. Crazy scenes. It shows you anyone can do it. Um, just never really had an interest in... <laughs> going anywhere else um so yeah it's uh it's been a great 10 years and i hope it's going to be a great however many more um let's go to ashen says i'm late can we restart tom summarize no rewind <laughs> just rewind mate uh we are nearing the end i'm going to take a few more questions yomi says tom is deliberately ignoring my questions i mean i'm not <laughs> so i just read your comment honestly i know i have to say this a lot but like there's six hundred. There's nearly seven hundred of you guys watching in here, and some people are like, "You never answer my questions," and it's genuinely just an accident if I don't. <laughs> there is so many of you, <laughs> and I just sometimes unfortunately miss. Law of averages says eventually I'm going to get to one of your questions, um, but uh, unfortunately, yeah, I'm always going to miss some. So stop moaning. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Stop moaning. Eventually, I'll get to them. Um, Lebega says, hey, Tom, uh, if there is any possibility of bringing in Casado Rice and Gundogan or Cancelo. Um, I think that the idea would be behind bringing in two midfielders. So what two of Rice, Casado, Gundogan, Zubamendi, maybe Mount, you know, um, he's more of an attacking mid player, but it depends how much money we've got available to us. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know if we're going to be able to bring in more than two. I just think it's going to be two at La Vega, to be honest. I'd be surprised if it was more than that. Uh, Josh says, is Arsenal still in for the Brazilian striker Vita Roque? Um, there was genuine interest uh, in the player. I don't know if that's gone. Um, Barcelona also very interested, but their finances make that deal difficult. Let's see. Um, but Arsenal's interest is, is more so into midfield and defence uh, than it is in the forward line. Um, suggestions that Arsenal want a forward are certainly real. Like There are interests in forwards, but the priority for Arsenal is the midfield and the defence this summer more so than the forward line. They hope to get it all, you know, but it might not be feasible. But the priority is midfield and defence. Um, let's go to uh, Valeria says, Hey Tom, the reason Mikel has not been flexible enough is because he doesn't trust the fringe players. We can be more critical next season with a lot more players. Thought your thoughts? No, I absolutely agree with you. That's that's where I'm at on the situation. Um, I think we're going to end the show there. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Um, really appreciate your time, as always. Uh, do indeed drop a like on the video. Apologies for the slight robotic nature that the microphone went into. I'm going to have to have a look at that. Might be after I get a new cable or something. Um, but uh, that's what's good about this microphone as opposed to my old microphone is the old microphone's cable was like attached to the microphone. This one is just detachable. So in theory, I should just be able to get a new cable and it should be fine. But who knows? You'll have to let me know if there's any uh, issues in the future, but hopefully it's going to be okay. Um, but thank you for listening. Really appreciate your time. Drop a like, subscribe. I'll be back um, obviously on the Arsenal way in a little bit. I might be doing a show this evening. I might not. I don't know. Um, I do want to do another phone-in show, kind of just a light, not light-hearted, but I really want to do a phone-in show where I kind of just sit and wait for the Arteta outs to come <laughs> and uh, see if they indeed arrive. Because um, I just think it'd be funny. Um, that would be quite funny because they never do. So it could be a, we would just have a chat for like an hour and see if any Arteta outs turn up. Um, that would be quite funny. Uh, but thank you, everybody. I uh, really appreciate your time as always. And uh, yeah. It's uh, 
it's been great to speak to you. Uh, have a fantastic Tuesday and uh, I hope you stay safe and stay well. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.